Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. It is Greeny on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app presented by Progressive Insurance. In for Greeny, Michelle Smallman, Evan Cohen. You hear us and see us normally on Sportsmanlike on ESPN Radio, 6 a to 10 a Eastern Time. Canty d- deserted us. He what got the call to, him? To, to do first take. So he just leaves us and he just does first take? He left our own show to do Get Up. <laughs> Good point. I guess we can't be mad if Canty leaves the show we're filling in on for another show, considering he leaves the show we're actually on for another show. Correct. Can we just acknowledge the different in, the differences in environment, too, now that we're filling in for Greeny? Go ahead. Greeny's got uh, – it's, it's kind of like going from my tiny studio apartment in New York City to Evan's mansion in Westchester. What, what are you talking about? Look at the, Come on. I mean, you're not Evan. wrong. But uh, here, <laughs> how many, Okay, I'm not the one with multiple places currently. All right, relax. Okay, I'm just... No, that's Cece, actually. That's yeah. what we're talking about. I, I get the Cece hate when he's not here, so that's what yeah, it is. You okay. know, we've got to diversify the portfolio, you know? Got it. Uh, last night, just a dominant performance. I did not expect that. i got to be honest with you. The Lions beating the Packers 34-20. I did not expect that kind of performance from the Lions nor the Packers. I did not expect the blowout. I thought it was going to be a close game. We were kind of building it up yesterday. Say, hey, this could be one of the big games of the season. Mm-hmm. Week four, is this going to be determining the w- division winner? I think it did. I think you would be crazy to think right now to pick anybody else other than the Lions, barring injury, to win the NFC North. The Packers obviously were terrible last night. The Vikings are 0-3. All kinds of trade rumors. Justin Jefferson is already annoyed by them. We've heard the trade rumors around Kirk Cousins. And, of course, the Bears are arguably the worst team in the NFL. Apologies to ESPN 1000, our yeah. great station uh, in Chicago, because they're miserable about it, obviously. And the Bears are a great you know, partner and on the station there. But it's a rough year so far for the Chicago Bears. And now we have a situation in which you look at this Lions team, what can't they do? I mean, Jared Goff has gone from overrated to now underrated. Jared Goff was the number one pick in the draft. He, of course, went to the Rams. They have to give up a first-round pick to get off of his contract and give up another first-round pick to get Matt Stafford. And we all kind of wrote him off, like, Jared Goff is the quarterback of the Lions. What a disaster. And now you're puffing your chest out if you're the Lions and say, hey, we acquired Jared Goff. This was a really good move by us to go out and get this guy. And he's no longer a stopgap. You know, he may be their quarterback for the better part of five or six years here. He's already been there a few years. And he was great in terms of just managing the game. And I hate Smalls that we criticize people for managing a game. It's used a lot of times as an insult. Oh, he's a game manager. Do you not want him to give the ball to David Montgomery 32 times for three touchdowns and over 100 yards? Do you not want that to happen? If Jared Goff at this point in his career can be a game manager, that's a big check mark for the Detroit Lions right now. Absolutely. He's just doing what they need him to do, and it's translating to wins. So I don't think the game manager designation should be a diss in any way. And I think Jared Goff has been underrated. He was overrated when he came into the league. You, you are when you're drafted the number one overall pick. But when the Rams said, bleep those picks, we want to move on from Jared Goff so badly that we're willing to mortgage our future in order to get a quarterback that we think is better equipped to take us where we want to go, which is winning a Super Bowl and Matthew Stafford. And they were right, to be fair. He did get the job yeah, done. That's true. But I think that, that's the lens that we have viewed Jared Goff through for the past few seasons as the Rams cast off lens. And he has proven to us that he is so much more than that and that he is a quarterback that can go out there and be the face of a franchise and win you football games. Now, conversely, I'm also looking at the Packers 
Bears. And I'm thinking, we were really high on Jordan Love. We were ready to say that Aaron Rodgers had taken the baton from Brett Favre, and he was ready to pass it to Jordan Love, and he could be the next in the line of great Green Bay Packers quarterbacks. And now, after last night, you're kind of looking at the wins. You're kind of looking at the schedule thus far, and you're wondering if it was a bit of fool's gold, if we jumped the gun on being too excited about the Packers and too excited about a small sample size, size excuse me, of Jordan Love. Okay, well, I'm going to defend Jordan Love and the Packers in this regard, and I'm not a Packers fan. I did go to the University of Wisconsin, but I'm not a Packers fan. This is where I get frustrated. So right now they're 2-2. Two and two. Under the old 16-game schedule, they would be pacing towards, let's see if I can do my math, 8-8, eight and eight, right? Okay. That's where they're pacing towards. So what they're going to have probably is a last game of the season to take them to 9-8 and eight or 8-9. Eight and nine. Guess what they had last year? A final game of the season, Sunday night football, against the team that we saw last night in the Detroit Lions. They lost that game with a chance to potentially get into the playoffs, right? And they finished 8-9. So in year 17 of their first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback in Aaron Rodgers, that I'm not trying to take shots at Aaron Rodgers other than just pointing out facts. The Aaron Rodgers we saw last year, Smalls, is not the Aaron Rodgers that the Green Bay Packers knew and loved. It was not the same guy. It was easier for them to move off of him after last year because their team on the whole, was not very good. So if Jordan Love, for significantly less money, can get you to the exact same place that Aaron Rodgers did in his final year, and you could do that in his first year, that's a win for the Green Bay Packers. That is setting you up for the future way better than you would have been potentially otherwise if maybe, possibly, Aaron Rodgers actually took one step back this year because of the contract, because of the percentage of the salary cap that he would take up, that I actually think, despite the loss last night, despite how poorly they played, if you're a Packers fan, you don't like what happened last night, and maybe you're repositioning your overall expectations, that you're no longer a division team, but you are still a better than 500, potentially, team, and that's better than you were with Rodgers! Why are we acknowledging that? They're still pacing at a better rate than they did a year ago with Aaron Rodgers as their quarterback. I think the problem is us. Because had it's it, me. Hi. I'm we're, the, we're the problem. It's us. us? We're what? the problem. It's us. Yeah, hmm. that's right. Okay. Nailed it. Thank yeah. you, Bubba. We did, in fact, nail it. We got wait, there. Wait a second. Bubba, how did you know what we're doing? You're not a Swifty. You don't like Taylor Swift. So how I, did you know what well, we were just first, doing? No, I, I said... The question was, do I care about celebrity situations? And I don't. I, I first, I'm, I'm not a Taylor Swift fan, but I'm aware of all. The, I'm aware of certain lyrics and things because she's everywhere. But the question was, do I care about them being together? And I don't because it's going to be over in probably two weeks. That was my point. Name a celebrity marriage or thing that's worked out. Other than like Kevin Bacon and Kira Sedgwick, I love that you know that one. Other than that, uh, name anyone. Kurt Russell, that's, Goldie Hawn. That's last. They're not married. But they're together. They're not. See, now you just played it right into his hands. Yeah. Technically, they're not married. Name yeah. anyone that's lasted. They, they're they're going to be together. Jay-Z for, and Beyonce. They're yeah, going to be yeah. together for two weeks. and two, We're going to be losing our Kristen minds. Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard. They've been together for a while. ASAP and Rihanna. Yeah. Two kids and counting. Yeah. I mean, there's. you don't think there's the successful celebrity relationships, Bubba? I mean, 3%. Okay, wait, wait. Let's go back. Rewind for a second. So do you, do you assume, are you one of these people that assumes that if a relationship in the celebrity sphere is successful, that it's fake? That it's for the cameras, that it's a Hollywood plant kind of thing, Ooh. that you don't, you just assume, oh, the reason those two work out is because they're actually not together and they're really with other people, but for the cameras, they're together. Is that where you're going, Bubba? 
Um, no, I'm not saying that. I mean, if they actually do make it work, that's that's uh, that's the outlier. You know, I'd say, uh-huh. but like I said, 99% are not going to work. So I don't know why we spend so much time pretending like Taylor Swift is going to get married to Travis Kelsey. Like they're, they're, you know, by the end of the regular season, I, I'm just guessing they're not even going to be together anymore. That's, that's, I remember again, the, the, the guy from 1975, people were losing their mind. Be like, this is the greatest thing ever. The, oh, they, the perfect couple, this 1975, what lead? It lasted one month. Like, why do we have to, why do we concern ourselves with but this stuff? If we're going to go that route and we're going to say we shouldn't concern our things that aren't going to work out, why are you wearing a Cowboys jersey? Oh. All right. Oh. And I'm not, Bubba, I'm not even anti-Cowboys. I actually support Mike McCarthy. Yeah. I think yeah. there's a difference attack. between being a sports fan and being into no, celebra- same thing. celebrity gossip. Like, that. Uh, all right, well, I'm a sports fan. I'm not into celebrity gossip. I guess that's the difference. No, but you bring up a really interesting thing that do in, li- in life, do we as people waste our time? thinking and talking about things that we know the end result where it's not going to work out. In other words, the Chicago Bears we just mentioned, this has been a horrible season for them. It is more likely than not that Justin Fields with the Bears is not going to work out. Is that the equivalent of spending time on Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey because the assumption with both of them is, well, they're just not going to work out. Both are rooted in love and both are rooted in hope. And in order to Such get the love that you want, you have to be vulnerable. Shout out to Brene Brown and vulnerability. But that's the same. Th- we have to let our guard down in order to let someone in and ultimately fall in love and get the relationship that we want. Same thing for a sports team. Bubba has to let his guard down and proudly wear a Micah Parsons jersey, knowing that the Cowboys are likely going to break his heart. He's hoping for a different result. Just like we're hoping that Trailer, Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift, turns out differently than her past relationships. It's all about vulnerability. Bubba, you don't want to hear about it at all. You're not interested at all. Like if he sh- if she shows up on Sunday night again and who she's going to be with in the suite for the Jets and the Chiefs, you're not interested at all. It's like it's clearly the biggest topic in the uh, in America right now, it's sport, like it's the ultimate intersection of sports and entertainment, and it's not even us trying to get there. It's we're there because of the fact that Travis Kelsey is one of the best players in the league and the best tight end in the NFL right now. I mean, and it's, this is not even a slight against her. I have no problem with Taylor Swift. I think she's I think she's talented and very good. If they didn't show her one time, I would not be upset. I, I get I it just doesn't impact me at all but you you're a producer you are your job is to produce the best possible content if I put you in charge of Sunday Night Football and you're producing that game would you instruct your photographers to get live video of her or would you say we're not interested we're going to avoid it I mean, I, I probably would for the general public because most people are loving celebrity. That's why when you go to the Stop and Shop, everything is covered with people. Every magazine is like, are they going to break up? What's happening? Because it's just literally everyone cares about celebrity gossip. I'm just saying I personally do not. No, it's gossip, period. We're a voyeuristic society by sure. nature, which is why social media is what it is, because we want to see what everybody's up to. Celebrities included. Yeah, I think there's something here. I want to get to something in a second. You can watch Greeny, by the way, on the ESPN app, where you can see Bubba in the uh, Dallas Cowboys jersey. Just click on watch. Look for the hashtag Greeny and enjoy. And and don't worry. I washed it since Nuno wore it, so I got rid of that that giant filth. (laughs) (laughs) So who would be – what relationship in sports would be the Taylor Swift-Travis Kelsey relationship, where it's hot now and you know it's going to fall apart? Is there – I guess Mike McDaniel and Tua – Travis Kelsey Ooh, this is so and good. Taylor because it's like, oh my God, it's so like, I'll give you one. Chris Paul and the Warriors hot right now. Everybody's happy right now. Eh, 
I'm not sure it's 100% going to work out. Like, if they could flip him in a deal for Drew Holiday, they probably should right now. And I'm not anti-Chris Paul at all. But is there a sports relationship right now? You can tweet at Evco Radio, at M Smallman, at ESPN Radio, or give us a call at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776 on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. That sports relationship that you look at and say, what Bubba said about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, it's here now, but gone tomorrow. Is there one that jumps to mind? I'm trying to think. Obviously, the the answer would be Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. That feels high, like a good one. High risk, high reward, right? And unfortunately, we're seeing the risk side of things right now. But even heading into next season, I think it's Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. He has intimated that he wants to return. He said, give me your timelines. I'm going to beat them. Um, do the Jets show their vulnerability and allow Aaron Rodgers back in? Do they take another risk on Aaron Rodgers and hope that he gets them to the promised land. I don't know. I, that's the first one that jumps out to me. Yeah, I, I said Miami Daniel and Tua just because they're so hot right now, but I think they they're are going right to last. Like, I, I see that as one that's me going too. to last. Oh. Yes. Dion Colorado. That's a good one. Very hot right now, and that's not a negative. That's more of Dion is going to be offered an SEC job. Dion yeah. is going to be offered an NFL job. Right. He is going to move on potentially positively Sorry to, to all the Colorado fans out there that all of a sudden love them and those that have been there for a while. But I just think that when you look at that relationship, it's a little different because what, what Bubba is saying is basically that Taylor Swift to Travis Kelsey, he doesn't want any of it because he thinks it's going to fall apart and it's going to be a disaster and it's going to get ugly. I don't think Dion in Colorado gets ugly. I think Dion is thankful to, towards Colorado and vice versa like he was with Jackson State. So how about, how about this? How about we shift it a little bit? If Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift aren't, in fact, dating, I think they are. But if they, if they aren't, if they are having a symbiotic, platonic friendship, using one another for clicks and for headlines, but ultimately they're going to move on to what they deem to be something greater. Isn't that Dion in Colorado? We know that this is not the end game for him. They know it's not the end game for him. They're just thrilled that he has brought relevancy and a modicum of success to their program. They won one game last year and they're the talk of college football. He knows that he needed to take this job in order to get where he ultimately wants to go. Tune in for college football action tomorrow night. Mississippi State hosting number 12 Alabama presented by Dr. Pepper. Coverage begins at 8.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Listen closely to what I'm about to say. Coming up, did Tom Brady change the course of NBA history. Yes, you heard that right. We'll explain it next. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement... Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. 
S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Greeny, the podcast. This is Greeny coming to you live from the seaport, brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron. Hello, I'm Michelle Smallman, Evan Cohen, unsportsmanlike crew, in for Greeny. You hear us normally 6 8 to 10 8 Eastern with Chris Canty, of course, on ESPN Radio. You know, Greeny's a first ballot radio Hall of Famer. Absolutely. Right? I would argue that was the greatest moment in the history of Greeny. That right there? You can't do better than that. Bubba, thoughts on that? Is that good. a Mount Rushmore moment for Greeny? The yeah. weighing the nuts. I mean, I had, I had worked with Greeny since 2010. I had never heard that story, so I, we were dying. dying. <laughs> I can't even imagine that. I mean, I can just picture him at the calf just losing it because he is a child. So I mean, he, <laughs> he can't handle anything like that. So I, I, we were dying. So it's definitely up there, and, and it's it's definitely when, in consideration. How about when the cow pooped on Greeny? That was pretty good. Well, he was just mad about that. Okay. That he was just upset. I mean, that's that was a great moment for sure. But uh, he was he was not happy about the cow. That's that's for sure. Yeah, well done. Well, just a great moment this week on Greeny here on ESPN Radio, available on the podcast ESPN app. Joe Fortenbaugh is on uh, after us. Carlin versus Joe, of course, and he joins us now. Nobody better at picking games at discussing the wagering going into this weekend. Let's have you weigh in on this. Bubba is of the belief, Joe, that Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are for now and not for later, that it's going to be hot now, the relationship's awesome now, but it's going to blow up and just be awful. We're trying to find our sports comparison. I said it could be Chris Paul to the Warriors. I know you worked in the Bay for a little bit, that everybody's loving each other now, but is it really going to work out later? And it may. Is there a sports relationship that is the Taylor Swift-Travis Kelsey, good now, bad later, that you can think of, Joe Fortenbaugh? What the hell is going on here? <laughs> I was told I was going to be coming on with Greeny. Mm-hmm. No one told me I was going to be talking to you two for the second time today. <laughs> and even in the pre-show, I'm wondering what's going on with this. Bubba, what are you doing? Well, I, you know, we, we thought the first time you guys were on, the interview just didn't really go that well. So we wanted to give oh, you another chance. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Joe, you, you kind of struggled the first time around. Unbelievable. You, you, were compla- you were complaining about how early it was in Vegas. We're like, did all right. do that. Great catch, Bubba. So we're like, all right, fine. That. We'll give you one. So we'll let you wake up a little bit. We'll give you another shot. Like, I know. All right, Joe, it's too early for the first time. So are you <laughs> to, awake to now? Clear, Let's try to it again. Clear, this is you doing a favor for me. Is that how I'm interpreting this right now? <laughs> well, yeah, because yeah, you, you embarrassed yourself on national radio oh, earlier, so I'm wow. trying to help you out and have, okay. you, have you make up for it. Mulligan. Okay. That's what you got. I thought that segment went quite well. Uh, to answer your question, Evan and Michelle, it's a pleasure to be with you uh, again today <laughs> in just a matter of hours. Um, I would say any relationship involving James Harden, because we mm. always – Always start off by saying, oh, my God, Harden to the Nets. Imagine what he'll do with that offense. And then we see what happens. Oh, my God, Harden to the Sixers. Think about what he can do with Embiid. 
and then we see what happens. It's James Harden. That would be my answer, and it's James Harden in any scenario that involves James Harden. It's always hard for me to be serious with Joe. He's so good at what he does and knowing all the wagering, but I like to joke around with him more, but I'm going to try to be serious on this. You need to help people <laughs> like me and okay. others who have this perception around gambling and betting and wagering that we can read into it based on previous performance. What am I getting at? Miami scores 70 against Denver. Now I'm going to try to read into where I'm going with this against Buffalo because of the fact that they scored 70 against Denver. Does last week play any factor into this week? It can if you're thinking about it, unlike how a lot of people would be thinking about it. And here's what I mean by that. And I think this is an excellent question. There are going to be a lot of people who saw what Miami did last week. They move them up number one in their power rankings. We talk about how they're the next big thing. And we remember Buffalo stumbling in week one against the Jets. And people are going to want to bet Miami solely based off of what they saw last week. Very, very dangerous. Very dangerous to do something like that. So what I'm suggesting is, at times, it can behoove you, it can benefit you to think the opposite is going to occur because the market corrects itself. Let's take a look at this matchup between Miami and Buffalo last December, okay? It was at Ralph Wilson Stadium, much like this game is this weekend. The rosters were relatively the same. Tua played in that game. This is why we're not using the wild card game because Tua was was hurt for that. Right. He played in this game. Coaching staff's roughly the same. Roster's roughly the same. Buffalo laying seven. That's what the bookmaker said. Buffalo laying seven. So now here we go. Fast forward a handful of games to this point. Bookmakers are saying Buffalo minus two and a half. To me, that is an overcorrection. Now, some corrections should occur, occur. Sure, Miami has proven to be quite formidable. But four and a half points of correction through the three, key number of three, is too much for me. I would look to Buffalo in this spot because as good as Miami was last week, go back one week before that. They still won. They look good. Don't get me wrong. But in New England on the road, big time spot against a good defense, 24 points, right? This is a good Buffalo defense. I would lay the two and a half of the Bills. So, Evan, I'm new to the wagering world, and Joe's kind of my my wagering mentor. He's giving me How's advice. That going for you? Not so great this oh, okay. far, which is why I come with this next question, Joe. That is, I, I'm going to tell you what, I'm not going to answer this next question. How no, about no, that? No, no, How it's about not that? that your advice hasn't been good. I just haven't <laughs> listened. So when you're early on in your wagering career, career, sometimes you just need a win. You just need to build that confidence in your wagering. So what's the best play of the weekend, Joe, whether it's NFL or college football? What should I put my money on? Okay, I'll give you a fun one because you want to have fun with this as well. And that's what's very important. People who get into this, look, if you're not going to treat it like a profession, you have to understand that means it's entertainment. That means the most important thing for you is to have some fun with it, but also manage your bankroll appropriately. Do not allow these wagers to put you in a situation where you've completely lost your mindfulness so where you're so locked into the game you're tuning out your friends you're tuning out your family you're tuning out your life you start chasing your losses nobody wants to go through life living like that so bankroll (laughs) management is very important here you got to do this responsibly treat it like entertainment i think the most entertaining bet you can make this weekend that has a good shot of winning and it's going to be a popular one but i play the over in the usc colorado game USC scoring 55 points a game. They've hung 42 or more in all four games they played this season. Last week against Arizona State, I think they got caught looking ahead to this game because they know how important it is. They're going to put up a big number against a bad Colorado defense. We're going to need Colorado to do their part. And here's the thing. I think this total, even though it's 73 and a half, is low because we saw Colorado stumble offensively last week. Two factors that happened last week that won't be in play this week. Number one, that was a road game at Autzen Stadium in Oregon. 
This is a home game, so it's a much more friendly environment. Number two, that Oregon defense is much better than this USC defense. Colorado should score enough to help us get over the 73.5. I'd play the over USC Colorado. Joe, odd question, but how does the morning game, the Sunday morning game, the at 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time ESPN Plus game, the Toy Story game, which will be awesome and fun to watch between the Jaguars and the Falcons, how does that change people's mindset in terms of gambling? Because you probably have your Sunday routine, right? And for you on the West Coast at 6.30 in the morning, uh, how does that play into it in terms of the fun of Sunday relative to gambling? This is going to be a very aggressive weekend, a very aggressive weekend because <laughs> here in Vegas, I, I got a lot going on. I got a one-mile race with my six- and my four-year-old tomorrow morning. That's immediately followed by our T-ball game, immediately followed by a soccer game. Then I'm heading down to the Strip for the Canelo Alvarez fight. Wow. Then I'm waking up extremely early for the last day of the Ryder Cup and the Toy Story game and a full NFL Sunday. So come Monday, it's going to be bloodshot eyes. It's going to be a liver that looks like it's three to four years older than it was at the start <laughs> of this weekend. It's going to be a lot of problems. For that game, Jacksonville's laying three. These London games are interesting because sometimes you get weather, sometimes you don't. The fields are not standard NFL fields where they're kind of domed in the middle and the rain can run off. They're soccer fields, so they have to be completely flat. There's a lot you need to take into account. The cleats always seem to be a problem as teams scramble to figure that stuff out. So there's a history, but again, there's not a very detailed history. Jacksonville has familiarity playing over there. I think that's an advantage. And that performance they had last week was arguably the most disgusting display of football I've seen all year. And that's saying something. Because people will point to the Jets. People will point to the Bears. Those are bad teams. The Jags aren't supposed to be bad. Doug Peterson, I love him. That was one of the worst coaching jobs he's ever put together in that performance against Houston. Two turnovers, a lot of stupid penalties. They missed a field goal. They had a field goal blocked. They gave up a kick return for a touchdown. That was the least prepared I've seen an NFL team this season. So I think you get a much, you better get a much better effort this week because if you don't, they're lucky they're playing in a small market because we would be attacking them with the rigor that we usually say for Dallas and these other teams when they fall on their face. People haven't realized it, but that Jacksonville team has not lived up to the billing that they were supposed to deliver when this season started so I would say I think they cover the three but I have not been impressed with that offense so far Joe before we hand you off to your own show in a half <laughs> yeah. hour Carlin versus Joe you said something that I I'm gonna be to... completely out of gas yeah. by the yeah. time I get to my own show I've been talking to you two all morning we're on hour six I don't feel badly for you and yeah, I don't feel badly for point. us this is no, freaking awesome see, see this is a ploy by us Joe because we want to make sure that you're so out of gas that when you make your picks maybe ah, you're a little delirious well done Smalls. and maybe the unsportsmanlike crew can move up in the rankings look at you well, look I was, at you that's, interesting. that's I, I'm, at, I'm impressed yeah. I am really impressed I took you as a nice midwesterner you are just as deceptive as the rest of us bravo joe i'm italian okay yeah well i what are you are you watching any of the Ryder cup they're over there in italy uh i will be watching some of <laughs> we'll it we'll get you I'm on it when you're, I'm used when you're to done getting working. up early <laughs> yeah <laughs> i gotta ask you one thing though before we say goodbye because sure. you said you have a one mile run with your kids tomorrow which is yeah. great um smalls is of the belief she mm-hmm. runs half marathons all the time she is They're after this done. weekend it's going to be 30 or more that she's run in her life. Oh, and nice. She, well, okay, but she's never trained for any of them, which I am amazed by. 13.1 wow. miles, never trained for any of them. She constantly says to me, you can do it if you wanted to. And I say, no, no, I can't. Do you believe, Joe Fortenbaugh, that anybody without training in this world, anybody could just run a half marathon? 
Wow. Wow. So you don't get to train at all. See, I, I ran a half in San Francisco years ago, and then two summers ago, I ran my first full in San Diego. Wow. I, now, wow. now I trained for, for that. Amazing. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, two years ago, I ran the marathon. Last year, last summer, I climbed Mount Rainier. I'm a man of multiple disciplines. Look at Joe. Multiple disciplines. Wow, a mountaineer, a, a gambler, a sophisticated uh, whiskey drinker, all these things. I, I, I know French wine. I, I don't want to get into it. I don't like resume. laying out my resume and making other people feel bad when they bask in the greatness that is Joe Fortinball on their radio shows. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, could you? Yeah. I, I, people who keep themselves in shape throughout the course of the year mm-hmm. can go out there and get it done. You run a nice casual pace and you just it's, it's more mental than anything else. That's what I realized the full marathon was. It's mental. Smalls is probably in a situation where mentally she is probably rock solid going into these events where she knows how to keep the mind where it needs mm-hmm. to be. That's what running is. Half the battle is, is being in shape, but the other half of the battle is not letting your mind drift to the point where you start thinking about how you don't want to do it anymore. Well, if I ever run it, bet the under. I'll tell you that much. In terms of miles done. <laughs> yeah, on over, miles, not on under time. Under on miles, over on time is what yeah, you would you bet. Joe, thank you very much. We'll hear from you in about a half hour on Carlin versus Joe with Chris. We appreciate it. Yeah, I'd say it's my pleasure, but I, I, are you guys going to be in for Freddie and Harry as well? Should I be expecting <laughs> we'll to it. join you on that show we'll too? We'll do it. Speak hey, for if yourself. you need us, we're here. We're, <laughs> here. we're here. Where's that lazy bum Canty? He didn't want to join you for this? He's at first take. <laughs> oh, oh, excuse me. Yeah, exactly. Excuse me exactly. for speaking out of turn. Thank you, Joe. That's enough of this i'm out of here (laughs) well done see how he backed me up on this mind over matter you could do it if you miss any of greeny of course you can catch up on both hours of the show the greeny podcast available daily wherever you get your podcast so i mentioned that tom brady greatest quarterback greatest football player of all time may have changed the course of nba history right i said it exactly how i intended to say it yes nba history well, Rich Kleiman is the agent and business manager, business partner uh, for Kevin Durant. And he went on all the Smoke podcast on Showtime and told the story of Kevin Durant's recruitment pitch by the Warriors and other teams. Let's take a listen. I remember when the Celtics came. So it was the Celtics ownership and Danny Ainge and then like Jay Crowder and I think Kelly Olynyk was there. But here came Tom Brady. So it was like, all right, they're really trying to <laughs> right. level the playing field. So they went to take a walk together, I think. Brady or, and KD? Yeah. And then later on, KD was like, so he told me I should, bottom line, look for the best team, best organization, best chance to win no matter what. I think Brady just told me to go to the Warriors, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this was not easy. some easy mm-hmm. thing for yeah. KD. Like, yo, where's the 73 win team? Like, this was about him really going inside his mind and, he relies on the game, and he made the decision based on basketball, and it all happened there. And I, there was never really anyone else because once he went through all of that, it was clear. That is an amazing story uh-huh. because NBA, I love the NBA. NBA move, player movement, NBA transaction season is the best. I could talk Dame Lillard all day and every, all the machinations of that. But when you look back and we think about the Hamptons Five and that whole thing that they had there and in the recruitment of him, you've got the greatest football player of all time who's probably being flown in on the Celtics dime. And as a result of the conversation he has with Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant goes to the Warriors, not the Celtics. Yeah, Think about that. I know. And in that conversation, he's not pitching the Celtics. He's telling him to make sure that he goes to the best destination, which on the surface was not the Celtics. No, and he didn't go to the Celtics. And and see, that's the thing. If you're going to bring someone in, If you're going to bring a salesperson into a meeting, if you're going to bring a manager into a meeting to try to get your intended result accomplished, you better make sure you're on the same page as that person. 
okay, let's bring in Smalls. We're going to bring in Smalls. We're going to talk to this, this person. We really want to get this business partnership done that they can work with us. You shouldn't be advising them to work with somebody else at that point, right? So they brought in Tom Brady, the Celtics did, Danny Ainge and company, thinking we're going to bring in Brady. He's going to wear the Celtic green. He's going to be all in. Instead, he's like, oh, I can just go to the Hamptons on somebody else's dime with Kevin Durant and just hang out and go for a walk with him. Now, we know Tom Brady is from California. Right. Do you think this was a long play by him to get KD to go to maybe a team in his home state? I don't mm, No, unless he had ownership or governorship of that, <laughs> which he doesn't. By the way, the other thing with the NBA right now, this Dame Lillard story is just fascinating. Adrian Wojnarowski, best NBA reporter there is out there, breaking news, broke the whole thing. Everybody had... All of the Woj information yesterday that Dame Lillard is obviously a member of the Milwaukee Bucks. There's still going to be fallout from that because Drew Holiday is technically going to be on Portland, but likely going to be rerouted elsewhere. Listen to two of our great ESPN podcasts yesterday. Uh, Hoop Collective, Brian Winhorst and Tim McMahon, Tim Bontemps, as well as Zach Lowe on the low post with Bobby Marks yesterday. And both of them strongly advise listening to both of them that they talk about the different machinations of where Drew Holiday could potentially go. Mm-hmm. But Bleacher Report followed up Woj's reporting yesterday with the story Chris Haynes, who's very close with um, Dame Lillard, and they talked about the fact that there was a lack of communication with Miami and Portland, that they didn't talk since the Summer League, which was basically in um, July, that the NBPA had to get involved in setting up conversations with Dame and the Blazers because they had no communication. Once Dame realized he wasn't going to Miami, he asked the Blazers, well, can I just come back? They said no. He started using the facility to work out. They did not even communicate with him at all. They didn't talk to him there. But all of, that are the, all of those excuse me, are the juicy headlines that we're all talking about. But there's another interesting part of this, Smalls, that in this story in Bleacher Report, they talk about the fact that Dame Lillard wanted to play the final 10 games of the season last year, and the Blazers shut him down, wouldn't let him play, because they wanted to position themselves for draft capital. They get a top pick in the draft. They end up drafting Scoot Henderson, number three overall, behind Victor Wembanyama, went to the Spurs. Brandon Miller went to the Hornets. And Scoot Henderson goes at three, and Dame's whole thing was, well, if I'm going to help you get a high pick— Please use it to get me somebody to play with. They didn't do that. They wouldn't allow him back. But that's not allowed in the NBA. And if I'm Adam Silver, the commissioner of the league, I got to be looking into this today. Oh, I'm sure that phone calls have been made once that piece was dropped. But that, to me, was an interesting look into maybe why Dame changed his mind because he was so loyal to Portland for so long. And not only did they determine, we're not going to do what you want and build around you. We're firmly entrenching ourselves in the future by drafting Scoot. He played a huge role in helping them get to that position. Against his will, when he wanted to play, he was still loyal to the organization and did what they asked of him, and then they didn't do what he asked in return. And so I understand maybe why he said, I'm going to leave Portland, and he and his agent are like, well, they didn't have our back. They're not going to live up to their end of this bargain. So we're going to do what we need to do to make sure that we get to our preferred destination, which was Miami. Yeah, and he knew he wasn't going to go there because Portland wanted every asset and resource, and Miami wasn't going to do that because part of it, and this is, again, Low Post and Hoop Collective, what those guys have been saying all throughout this, is the incoming team has to be good enough to then win a championship for Dame to want to go there. Right. So if Miami is going to have to give up every asset and every resource, while I still think they could have been a championship team, filling out a roster was going to be difficult in that spot, and as a result, he knew that wasn't going to happen. Listen, he's in a great situation. Portland did not have to trade him to Miami. Portland could trade him wherever they wanted to, but the level of communication or lack thereof in getting their determined destination was borderline unprofessional if you're Portland. Now, again, they don't have to be professional. I'm not suggesting they have to trade him to a suggested destination. 
But communicating with the player, in this case, Damian Lillard, who's been loyal to the franchise, and the franchise has been loyal to him by way of payment for all this time, shouldn't be that hard. You also should be emotionless if you're the front office. Hard to do, but yes. But you should be, because you should be making every call possible in order to get extract the best out of this deal. And the fact that they wouldn't communicate with Miami because they're trying to make a point with Dame, that's not good practice either. No question. And I think that Portland was not going to get a free agents anyway, but I don't know that anybody's excited about the Blazers right now. Again, Dame could win a championship. They did not have to trade him to Miami. They did exactly what they are. If it's in, within their rights to do. The only thing they may have screwed up is if the league finds that they shut this guy down and they basically openly tanked that we all knew. But if it's almost in writing here or in verbal confirmation, that's where potentially they could get into some trouble. It is Greeny here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance, along with Michelle Smallman, Evan Cohen with you, the unsportsmanlike crew, 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern, in for Greeny today. Coming up, we finish out the week with who you got. That's next. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Greeny, the podcast. And he's Greeny on ESPN Radio on the ESPN app, presented by Progressive Insurance, along with Michelle Smallman, Evan Cohen, with you on Sportsmanlike Crew, in for Greeny today. You can hear us 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern time, along with Chris Canty, Monday through Friday here on ESPN Radio. I'm starting to get to know Hembo, just new to ESPN. There's so many interesting, fascinating yeah, I'm things. sorry to hear that. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Bubba. But so here's a couple of my, my power rankings, I guess, quickly, of interesting Hembo things. Yesterday, and people go back on the ESPN app and listen to the podcast, he did this great thing with Mark Cuban, the majority governor of the Mavs, who was on with Greeny, and he was talking about this item he bought off a Shark Tank, and he really did an awesome job hyping it up and describing it, how great it is for his kids and everything like that. And Mark Cuban goes, oh, that's awesome. Thanks for the support. That wasn't my company. Oh. (laughs) And it was just like the subtle drop-in by Mark Cuban was amazing. Learning that he goes to dinner and eats dinner at 3 p.m., which is an amazing thing. And and, and then he has to clean out or swat away all kinds of insects all over his home, right? I mean, it's just interesting things over the last couple of weeks with Hembo on Greeny. All right, it is time now to do um, a little Who You Got. And Greeny, of course, is presented by Progressive Insurance. Life is a series of choices. Who you got? Make a decision. Say it! Say it! All right, I'll say it. Who you got? 
All right, Bubba's here with a little Who You Got for the ESPN Radio Pick'em Challenge. Yep. Can we pick the games we think are going to go wrong so we drop you guys down in the standings? Yeah, can we sabotage this? Yeah, I mean, this is just getting out of hand here. First, I got to just make it clear here. This is Evan's first Who You Got. Luckily, it's not sponsored today, so Granger took the week off. They they heard Evan was in, so <laughs> we'll see how you do Granger here. Granger out because I'm in. Yeah. Got it. Hopefully, okay. you do okay. I know Michelle's done it before, but yep. if you do okay... And you fill in next time, Granger will be back. So Got it. just Understood. know they're watching. They might not be sponsored today, but they're watching. They're Got to prove myself. I meet with Gary Granger weekly, and so, <laughs> you know, just be ready. But, yeah, the pick them challenge, let's go through it quickly because I know you guys made your picks earlier. Greeny doing horrible. Last place, 2-7. and seven. Game night, 8-1. and one. You guys in the middle at 5-4. and four. But Dolphins at the Bills, Buffalo minus two and a half. Greeny went with the Bills here. Who'd you guys go with? We went with the Bills as well. We All picked right. the Bills minus two and a half. Very nice. Ravens, Browns, uh, Cleveland minus three. Greeny went with the Browns. What about you guys? We went with the Browns too. Yep. Now I'm yep. getting nervous. Me too. Me too. And last one, Patriots at Cowboys. Best game of the weekend. Dallas minus six and a half. Greeny went Patriots. Well, uh, Michelle and Chris went Cowboys. I'm a Pats fan. Sorry, Bubba. Uh, so I deferred to them on that one. Majority rule. They took the Cowboys. All right, all right. All right, let's do, I'm a couple, for Greeny. let's do a couple college games real quick before we get into the fun. The big game everyone's talking about tomorrow will be USC at Colorado, and it's USC minus 21 and a half. Who oh. you got here? You know what? Why not? Let's see Colorado. Okay. Why not? I mean, Sounds they don't fine. have – they could lose by 20 and we still win. Yeah, let's do it. I love that. So we'll that. go Colorado plus 21 and a and half. And a bounce back game for Dion and Co.? 21. Oh, you just wanted to say 21. Can you do something for me? <sighs> go ahead, Bubba. 7.30, the game day game, Eleven, number 11 Notre Dame at number 17 Duke. This game's uh, on ABC. Notre Dame minus 5.5. Who you got here? Well, let's break this down the way that we should here, Smalls, you and I. The Duke quarterback uh, gets hate texts from his mom before the game to motivate him. That's Riley Leonard. Right. The Notre Dame quarterback, great hair and great beard. That's how I break down games. I'm going hair and beard over the mom hate text. So give me Notre Dame. And Marcus Freeman came on our show. Good Friend point. of the program. So we're obviously rolling with Notre Dame. Notre Dame minus five and a half. All right, let's get down to business now, the stuff that Michelle hates. So Monday, <laughs> Michael Douglas just turned 79. Oh. <laughs> He's won two Academy Awards. Who you got is your favorite Michael Douglas movie? Oh, Michelle, go ahead. Was he in Fatal Attraction? Yes. He, that's the one. That's it. Bunny in a Pot, Fatal Attraction. I mean, Basic Instinct, wasn't he in that too? He was, yep. Michael Douglas and Catherine Zeta-Jones, a celebrity match. It's lasted. Yeah, that's lasted a long time. Good Thank call, you, Mikey. Good, good since, call. since 2000. Yeah, good call. What a run. <laughs> Next one. Thanks, Mikey. Uh, today <laughs> is National Coffee Day. Today, celebrate. What is your ideal coffee? Who you got? Oh, my gosh. Nothing hits better on a hot day than an iced vanilla latte with almond that's milk. That's not what he asked. You can't say an iced coffee on National Coffee Day. Iced coffee is coffee. Smalls, I guarantee you there's a National Iced Coffee Day. It, it's, not it's not National Hot Coffee Day. It's coffee is different than iced coffee. First of all, don't you try to tell me what my ideal coffee order is. I'm going to do that. Okay, Fair. I'm going to start a spiked coffee spot right next to yours. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> That's what I'm going What's to do. What's your coffee order? Leaping Larry's or whatever the hell it's Let called. Let me guess. <laughs> a, a, a cup of black. No. I'm going to do it. You know what? Since Granger is off today, McDonald's, you want to be on? A large hot coffee from McDonald's with hazelnut in the hot coffee. That's where I'm going. I bring my fat-free coffee, mate, French vanilla or hazelnuts. You've already seen it, so that's where I'm going. McDonald's coffee, insanely underrated. I love it. Okay. 
All right. Tomorrow is National Ghost Hunting Day. Do you guys believe in ghosts? 100% Who you got? yes. 100% yes. Of ghosts are so real. Explain yourself. They're real. What, what is there to explain? Like, what would make you think that ghosts are real? Did Be- something happen? I have gone to a ghost hunting situation, an adventure, if you will, and seen ghosts. I took a photo of one. I have it. You have a photo of a, and we're not talking about a Mario Hardwick in power, the character's ghost? I have a photo of a ghost on my phone. The Fox Theater in St. Louis is one of the most haunted places in St. Louis. They have a ghost tour. I did it around Halloween. They said that there was a ghost that would come out around that time. And if you took photos, you might see an orb or something on your camera. An orb or something. And I took it, and they gasped when they saw the result. And it's in, like, the National Ghost Society or something. The photo. there's no way you took a photo of a ghost. I have it. We'll post it online. I have a M. photo of a ghost. And on Twitter, or X. You did not take a photo of a ghost. I did. I don't know it's what to a, tell It's you. somebody dressed up in, like, a ghost outfit. It's an orb. It's she, a shape of a person It's an orb or an something. Orb. She's small. I'm Evan. It's Greeny <laughs> on ESPN Radio. I got to talk to Granger about this. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcasts.